Hello everyone and welcome to I Loved Mondays, a Monday Night Wars retrospective series here on CKCC Radio. This week on the show, it's week 14 of the Monday Night War, December 4th, 1995. I'm your host, Dan Peck, here once again. Nitro was live from the America West Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. Randy Savage will defend the title against Luger tonight. And at Starcade, there'll be a three-way contenders match. Bobby the Brain has that weird thing, weird gimmick where um, it's the fake like critter in a bag thing. Where there's like a tail coming out of a chip bag that's moving back and forth. He has it on the desk the entire show. Isn't that fun? We go to action. It's the American males. American males. American males. And they're facing Harlem Heat for the Tag Team Championship. Russell, Russell, Russell. Colonel Parker is at the ramp and he has a Prezi. Sherry finds him and she opens it and they kiss. And later we find out it's a ring, and they leave together. Match continues. A.C. Green, former Showtime Laker, and at the time current Phoenix Sun, and NBA Iron Man. I don't know if it has been beaten, but he had played the most consecutive games of NBA basketball in history. Like the old Cal Ripken one. It was Major League Baseball. He just plays every game. Um, he yells at Harlem Heat that distracts him, which gives Riggs enough air and time to fight back to eventually tag in Bagwell. Bagwell comes in, but Booker ends up winning with the Harlem Hangover. It's a crazy move, and of course you've probably seen it. He didn't do it as much in WWE because he was, you know, 10 years into his career at that point, but he does a leg drop from the top, but he does a forward flip first. It's a cool move. Uh, mean Gene's on the ramp. He's got Sting and Luger. He says, hey, Sting, Luger, and Flair, you have a three-way at Starcade." And uh, Sting says, yeah, well, you know, Lex got a title match tonight, and there's a good chance he wins the title tonight, and you know what? I'm feeling real good. I'm at the top of my game. I'm probably going to win that three-way, and then you're going to have to be okay because I'm going to challenge you, and I'm going to do what it takes to win the title. And Lex is like, you know what? You are pretty. You are pretty correct, because I am going to win the title tonight. And then if I have to fix you, you know I'm going to do what it takes to win. They then leave, but then Stink's music starts, so he turns back around and comes down the aisle. It's Sting versus Kurosawa. Uh, noted is the absence of Colonel Parker from Kurosawa's corner. Because he's off fucking. And then Sting wins in like two minutes with the Scorpion Deathlock. On WCW Saturday night, Disco Inferno versus Johnny B. Bad with Kimberly. Benoit and Pillman will tag up. Hugh Morris will be in action. And the main event will be Eddie Guerrero versus Big Bubba Rogers. Our next matchup is Scott Norton versus The Giant with Kevin Sullivan and Jimmy Hart. LOL, the giant wins! Chokeslam, boys. 
And then Mean Gene's in the ring, and he's like, here's Ric Flair, by God. And out comes Charles Barkley. And then Flair comes out after him. And Mean Gene's like, are you his new partner? You his new partner? And Barkley's like, no, man, but he's my man. Flair says that Barkley's the greatest basketball player alive. Jordan was not only alive, but was back in the league and was had just started the season where he and the Bulls will go 72-10, and 10, making an NBA record that would stand for nearly 20 years. I think maybe exactly 20 years? Um, and winning a world championship. Then we get Lex Luger with Jimmy Hart versus the Macho Man. It's the World Heavyweight Championship match. Starcade. They say Starcade will have a World Cup between New Japan and WCW wrestlers. Also next week, Hogan and Sting will face Flair and Anderson. For the match itself, Savage keeps Lex down and he works his arm. So he can't pick him up and he can't do the rack, brother. Uh, Lex goes to the outside. Baits Savage into jumping at him. He moves out of the way. Savage crashes into the barricade, which allows Luger to take over. Savage gets momentarily blinded. He swings and he hits the ref. At which point, commentary says, Do you want to watch wrestling or people talking? Hart exposes the turnbuckle, but it's Lex that ends up hitting it. And the ref goes gets bumped to the outside. Macho goes up top. Hits the elbow drop. There's no ref. Macho goes after Hart. During all this kerfuffle, Ric Flair shows up with Nux on, knocks out Macho, rolls Lex over Macho, and as he's leaving, Hogan shows up and he starts beating up Ric Flair. Then he goes after Lex, but as he rears back for a punch, Sting moves Lex over and Hogan nails Sting and the match has been thrown out as the referee comes back to consciousness. And that was your BimmerBum.com match of the night. It was actually really good until, you know, all that stuff happened at the end. <laughs> and we come back from break, and it's Gene with them, with them, them boys. It's Hogan, Sting, and Macho. Uh, he says, Hogan, you're already in trouble. Why you you hit another ref? You're in deep shit. And Hogan's like, yeah, whatever, dude. Uh, what's the deal with you, Sting? And Sting's like, dude, I'm on your side. But what about Lex Luger, dude? And he's like, dude, he's my best friend forever and ever. And and I get it. I don't agree with the Jimmy Hart thing. And I'm working on it. Jeez. And Hogan's like, okay, I consider you a friend. We'll team up next week. But you better keep Luger out of my face, dude. And he's like, I'll do my best to keep Luger out of your face and your face and your face. And then commentary wraps up the show. And that was Nitro. Now, Raw was taped at the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia on November 20th. Tonight, I see title match, Jenny versus Sid, and HBK's doctor talking about how Sean is not progressing well. We start with the spark plug versus Bulldog. Bulldog wins with a running power slam. Bob Backlund's in the crowd. Last week, Backlund attacked Bret Hart. Then later, JR asked him, Hey, what was up with that, you son of a bitch? And then he attacks JR. 
Uh, Lawler interviews Backlund. Uh, next week, you're going to face Brett in a non-title match. A non-title match? Hey, whatever, whatever. That's what's wrong with people these days. The puppy is. He gets mad. They're like, you should turn, get the wicker woman away from him. Turn it off. We have to go to commercial. And they do like the, we have to go for like a minute and a half before they actually go. We now have Fatu making his entrance. He's wearing a BSK bean. During the break, Backlund when it was, was like, what? They turned off my microphone. I'm going to go get the sound guy. As he takes off into the crowd. Uh, he Fatu is going to face the Brooklyn Brawler. He wins with a top rope splash. And now we go to Doc Hendricks. Backstage. Hey, you know how Owen Hart had an open contract? Well, somebody signed that contract in, a, in your... Wait a minute, what's going on back in the arena? And Backlund has found the sound man. And he attacks the sound guy. <sighs> We go back to Doc. Oh, uh, Owen's going to face Diesel <laughs> at the end in your house. And now it's time for the Intercontinental Championship. Dean Douglas versus Razor Robo for the IC title. Uh, Douglas jumps the gun, was going to use the title, but the ref stops him. And then Razor wins in like three, four minutes. LOL, Razor wins. After a break, it's time for the Brother Love Show. His guest this week is King Mabel. King Mabel was going to face The Undertaker at In Your House in December. And the 17th, my father's birthday. Um, and it's going to be a casket match, brother King. I have a surprise for you. I don't like surprises. And then a very large casket is brought to the ring. Actually, I have two surprises. And it was Mo that brought the casket. This makes Mabel think that he turned Mo against him. But then he's like, and I have a second surprise. And they uncover the casket. And essentially, Mo and Brother Love took an Undertaker casket and made it into a King Mabel casket. So they, like, X'd out all the Undertaker stuff with spray paint and then just wrote King Mabel all over it. And he's like, I like this surprise. Um, dumb, but as a brother love show, much more to the point and thus a better segment. Because it wasn't about him running down his guest the entire time and the guy tries to fire back and he always cuts him off. And then eventually they do it and then he gets his comeuppance and blah, 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 blah. And it's just awful and long. More to the point. Less bad. Be on the lookout on January 1. Can't say first, apparently. It's the Raw Bowl. And now, your main event match of the evening. Sit with DiBiase versus Marty Jannetty. We've got cardboard cutouts of Undertaker and Diesel, if you call the number. Jannetty comes hot out the box and very aggressive. Like, he's slamming his head in the mat. Sit eventually catches him, slams him down. Kid shows up, starts putting the boots to Janetti. Razor chases him away. They get in the ring. Match is thrown out. Razor attacks Sid real quick. Kid is going to pick a spot and kick him, but he runs away through the crowd. Razor follows him through the crowd. All that resells. Sid powerbombs Janetti, but they're like, it's already over. The match has been thrown out. Janetti wins by 
disqualification. And they're like, what? It should have been Sid. <laughs> and now for the serious last segments of the show. Todd Bettengill went to the local medical facility and talked to Shawn Michaels' doctor. The doctor runs down what post-concussion syndrome is and what it's like. And he says, and your boy Sean's got it real bad. And it might not be safe for him to ever return. And then we go to a Vince McMahon voiceover talking about how we we put the superstars on. By God, we're going to do it with Jim Ross even though it's Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon's fucking boring on voiceover. By God. I tell you what, these superstars, they, we always think that they're, that they're more than human because they're superstars and they do these amazing things and and, and we like to live vicariously through them, bam, boom, boom. But, uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, they are people too and we learn that too hard. And then we have to live with the fact that it's partially our fault because we get them all worked up so they can jump off of the goddamn 20-foot ladder. By God, that's a 20-foot ladder. And then when they're going to be like, ah, my brain hurts, then we got to be like, oh, damn. And that ends raw. <laughs> Real downer, but realistic ending. Goddamn. Um, Nielsen says raw wins with a 2.6 to Nitro's 2.4. And uh, I still give it to Nitro, although I've, well, I felt like the parts I liked about Raw, I liked more than I have in the past. But there was a lot of bring down stuff, especially like the matches. The matches were completely secondary to this show. And there was two title matches on this show. Sorry, no. Wait, what? Wait, what? No, um... Yeah, there was a title match on this show, and Nitro had two title matches. Um, so I still, I think I said, the things I liked about Raw, I liked better than they have been so far. But their stuff was just not great, and I preferred Monday Nitro. Next time, it'll be week 15. It'll be December 11th. Which I guess would be the episode right before my birthday that year when I turned 13 years old that year. So, uh, we will see you then.